Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I love NASCAR. It's my life. I want it to do good, but they got to do a better job at getting these drivers face in the mainstream. We once asked, uh, well, somebody asked Kyle Larson, Hey, when you won the championship, what happened? And, and to, I was shocked. He said nothing. He said, I won the championship. Didn't even matter. So about two weeks ago, I did the Kenny Wallace show. I said, NASCAR and everybody's got to start promoting these drivers. And Steve O'Donnell liked that on my Instagram. And I thought, oh boy. So I want to know from you, we have four drivers that finished in the top four. Blaney is 25 years old, all the way up to Larson, 31. Junior, do we have the drivers? And with NASCAR building this new center, you know, there by the Concord Regional Airport. Can they get these drivers to where people know them? Do we have the right drivers? Absolutely. Um, we Our drivers are um, great personalities. They're entertaining people. Listen, I mean, Jimmy Johnson is one of the most interesting, coolest guys that I've ever met. I mean, this guy has a, he has an fun sense of humor likes to goof off uh gets wild every once in a while and he you know he was he was with Lowe's and he was with Hendrick and a lot of things sort of quelled that sort of personality from really ever coming out he wasn't all that eager to showcase that side of him to the rest of the world uh you know for whatever reason that person that I knew um, never really became that well known to to the rest of the world. They only knew him as Jimmy, the seven-time champion that drives for Hendrick Motorsports, sponsored by Lowe's. And <clears throat> I knew him as, these, as this really kick-ass, fun guy that I love to hang out and drink beer with. Falling off the roof of go-karts and breaking. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so our, all our drivers are, are fun, badass people. And I feel like that it is somewhat NASCAR's responsibility to take advantage of their avenues and their, their, the things that they're connected to and the access that they have. They, they certainly do work to get the drivers into certain places, right, outside of our bubble. The, <clears throat> one of the things that I, uh, we talked about this on my podcast a little bit a couple, couple weeks ago. One of the things, if we think back to it, Kenny, so if we look at my career, um, I had Budweiser 
and Budweiser probably um, had more access and ability to shoot us into the stratosphere more than any other brand. And they did. They took advantage of all of that, sending me to boxing matches, getting me into the Rolling Stone, um, getting me in all of you know, we did we did all types of articles in publications that weren't asking or calling for NASCAR drivers, right? Uh, we did MTV Cribs multiple times. Damn, I must Cribs. I did Cribs three or four times. It was awesome. Um, you know, we, we were, we did, we, I went to MTV and introduced during the MTV Music Awards, Lincoln Park. Um, that stuff was, you know, it was, was, it wasn't uncommon to see a NASCAR driver at the CMT Awards, but at the MTV Music Awards, you weren't seeing NASCAR guys there. That wasn't the power of the Earnhardt last name. That was Bud, man. That was Budweiser. You and wore so, your hat backwards. That was big. Yeah. So the, the, the corporate sponsors are really the ones that have the most uh, leverage to be able to get a driver into a certain space that they can't get to. And they have the most to gain from it, the most to benefit from it. And so we kind of got to, we, we kind of got to get our partners to really use their leverage to, to get these drivers out there and put them in places where, um, you know, we're not getting access to, you know, um, the other thing that was different about my time was, and I don't want to get in any trouble for saying this, maybe I don't, but the PR people that a, per, a PR person's job in NASCAR is to secure their driver interviews and speaking opportunities whether it's in print or video, whatever, they their job is to get their driver in front of cameras and in front of microphones as often as possible and, is, and, and, and try to make as big a splash on a weekly, daily basis, right? Their job is to promote this driver, get this driver in front of the camera. Well, right now, all of the PR people are usually employed by the race teams. Mm. In 2004, man, or when me and you were racing, the PR people were were hired by the the sponsor. And so when when you're a PR person that is employed by Budweiser, there's a lot of pressure. You better perform. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to see you getting, uh, you know, getting an art, getting an article or 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 a piece written in the local paper. That ain't going to do it. They want to see you on the front page of the USA Today. They want to see you on the front page of the Rolling Stone or. That's a song. Us, yeah. Us week, us weekly, whatever. Right. They want that driver to be on uh, the um, cover uh, of the Rolling Stone. Yeah. So it, it was, um, I wonder now, you know, since that shifted, the PR people are now really more employed by the, the race teams that the motivation and the real true role of the PR person has evolved. Um, and maybe there's a, you know, the, the, the corporate, the corporate sponsor didn't want to manage that cost, right. Of that salary for the PR person. Now the teams had to take it on. 
so that the driver had a PR person. If they, you know, if they don't have one, they, they, they're rolling around aimlessly, right. Without really getting any kind of opportunities to be able to be speaking in the media and working in the media and promoting themselves and their sponsors. So maybe if we can figure out a way to get that shift back to where these corporate sponsors are investing in people that will help push this driver and get him promoted. Right. I think I love, I love what you're saying. Yeah. So to, to go back to, to your point, like NASCAR's carry some responsibility, but I think they do what they do. They do, they're doing everything they've always done. They're doing, they're doing all they can. I don't see them doing less than what they were doing when I was driving. I think they do a lot. What we're missing, I believe, on 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 the promotion of the drivers is corporate American, how they used to push drivers out into the world. Um, and so, you know, and that that's a I don't know. That's not the whole answer. There's a lot of little things. Right. But you you and I are on the same page. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah. I'm I'm the bad boy. I believe that we are in a new America. Everybody is scared to death to make a mistake. And therefore, I said, if you don't say nothing, you don't sell nothing. Yeah. It, it, we're, we're boring. And uh, we're both on the same page, except I say it a little more aggressively. Uh, with that being said, this is down my list here. And allow me to say this without any repercussions. Uh, you, you are extremely popular. You are one of the most famous athletes in, in America. Uh, I've sat there and watched you and Jim France talk, your friends. Uh, people admire you. The industry looks up to you. Uh, how do you deal with that? You, I mean, I know that you know that you, you hold the key. How do you deal with that? Is it is it a burden or do you like it? I don't feel it. I don't really? Feel, yeah, I don't feel that way. Um, I feel like that um, every day I got to get up and earn uh, respect. Every day I got to get up and earn my place in the sport. And I, you know, I don't take it for granted. I don't, I don't just assume – that I'm going to always um, have a spot at the table, mm. you know? And so <clears throat> I, um, you know, I love broadcasting. I love doing that. I hope to be doing it for a long time. And, um, but I don't, I don't, I don't just assume, man, I'm going to be a broadcaster as long as I want. Um, I, you know, I, I think, you know, some I, I have a pretty great relationship with NASCAR. I think sometimes you'd be surprised at, at how um, <clears throat> how much I get myself into trouble on my own podcast, uh, maybe running my mouth a little bit too much. Um, you know, I get this happens. This has happened. This is exactly how it goes every single time. Something happens in NASCAR. I get mad about it. I go on my podcast or over to a buddy or whatever, right? And go, that's BS. Why'd they do that? That shouldn't have done that. I, why, that. I don't know why they did it that way. That had never done it this way. And then if I take a minute and go talk to Mike Helton or Steve O'Donnell 
they'll go, well, let me explain to you why we did it that way. And uh, by the end of the conversation, you're going, oh, man, that makes total sense. Like, I get it. <laughs> and so a lot of times I don't really, uh, you know, a lot of times I get myself in a little bit of trouble. And so that makes me feel like I've always got to be earning back, you know, mm-hmm. my space, my place, my role, my job, whatever it is in this whole thing. And I always want to be involved uh, in the sport one way or another. I want to matter. I want to be an asset to it. I want it, you know, I want to make a difference. I want to add to it and raise it up. Um, And, but sometimes my actions would say different, right? Sometimes my actions would tell you that I'm pushing back against it and, it's a, I, it's something I got to personally work on. You know, you get, I, I truly believe, man, that like my role in life outside of, you know, being a, being a dad and a husband and all those things and running, running junior motorsports, I'm sitting in Kelly's office right now doing this interview. My outside of just the things that you see, my role is to make NASCAR better every day. Absolutely. <clears throat> Now, do I live that way? No, not every day. I get it wrong every once in a while. But that's truly what I want to do. That's where my heart is, right? And uh, but sometimes I get it. I get it wrong. And um, you know, but trying to wake up every day and and wanting to be an asset to something, I don't ever think you wake up feeling like I'm the center of this universe or I'm. You, you don't wake up like understanding your importance. You just wake up every day going, man, I want to matter. I got to do something today to make a difference. I got to do something today that, you know, a Mike Helton or a Steve O'Donnell will go, man, that's, I'm glad he's on our side, you know, or I'm glad he's in this business. He's helped us today, you know, and it's, um, it's, it's hard to move that. It's hard to make that difference. Um, sometimes and sometimes you get it wrong and sometimes you sometimes you uh hopefully get it right i I find this amazing uh, how humble you are um you know a year ago i commented on why carl edwards left and uh a little birdie told me uh you might have that one was a little rough uh it was it was my take, I didn't mean anything mean by it, but I can, I just want to let you know, I relate. Uh, you know, that, exactly, was, that was on the Kenny Wallace show. It's exactly that kind of thing. You know, you'll, 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 you know, we do these shows. We work to provide content for people and give people entertainment or a unique point of view. And sometimes, you know, you say things without thinking about how it might affect the other person, right. Or the other side. <clears throat> and so sometimes I'll get critical in NASCAR and I think, well, they ought to be used to that, right? They ought to be used to people being critical about them. And they, you know, I, I look, you know, it content is content. It's all good, right? We're all talking about the sport, whether we're talking, whether we like something that happened or don't like something that happened. But sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes you can take it a little too far and, Answer that. Let's see who it is. No, it's Kelly's. <laughs> <but> not. <laughs> yeah, we Bill might take it too far. Yeah. 